a brand new Disney movie of cosmic adventure. And Disney owns Star Wars. And Disney owns Pixar. So, how Star Wars is soul? Oh, a Star Wars story? No, 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 no. Just soul. How Star Wars is it? Hello! Well, hello there, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Josiah. Hello. It and feels... welcome to all of you yes. listening at home oh. or on your mobile device. Yeah, on your mobile device or sitting cross-legged How's... on the carpet, listening to us by the fire, not doing, doing anything else. else. <laughs> oh. How's your new year going, listeners? This is our first episode of recording in, in, in the year of our Lord, 2021. Uh, is that right? Yeah. yeah, that's right, isn't it? Because, yeah. It's the first one we're recording in 2021. Yes. I think it'll probably be, like, maybe our third release? Our third release, yeah. First one um, recording. How, how are you? I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling some... Oh, and also, another thing just to get out of the way, this is the first episode I'm recording in my new apartment in Chicago. I'm back in Chicago. Yeah, Josiah's back in Chicago. So once, eventually, we'll be able to record in person again. <laughs> so that'll be nice. Yeah, like, if we ever need to, like... Lend each other microphones or Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Yes, or <laughs> like, I do have your Lego set. To each other's house. Yeah, it'll be a lot easier. <laughs> but, uh, I just remembered that recently. That's neither here nor there. Welcome to the show. This is how Star Wars is it. Um, yes, we are the podcast, mm-hmm. and we rate and review anything yeah. and ultimately everything. Yes, on a scale of one to ten. Now. What we do not do on this show is grade something on a scale of one to ten of how good it is. No, 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 nor nor how bad it is. Uh, we no, are only... we're not one of those review shows that only rates things on how bad they are. <laughs> yeah, we are only interested in how Star Wars <laughs> things are. So uh, what does that yes. mean? You know, if you take everything that Star Wars books, movies, TV shows, all of it, you put it all into one big uh, pot, you make the big old Star Wars chili. That's a ten out of ten. That's what we're yeah. rating things against. So uh, here in the new year, we've already done uh, Mand- the season two of The Mandalorian, which got pretty high because mm. it was very, st- it, you know, that is a Star Wars property. It is a um, Star Wars thing. <laughs> and uh, we also did Josie and the Pussycats, which I don't right. remember what we gave it. <laughs> I, I don't either, but it was not very high. No, it wasn't. And it also was a long episode because we had a lot of fun recording it. <laughs> we did. Uh, but this week we are, Mike and I were tossing around, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? And uh, we both saw the new Pixar movie Soul. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I liked it. Did you? you like it? I think we both liked it. I did like it. Yeah. And yeah. so we, we both were like, well, that would be fun to talk about. And so we're going to do it. And easy because we both already watched the we movie. We both already <laughs> watched it just for fun. And so yeah. now for business on this podcast. Here's a here's a peek behind the curtain to the listeners. If there's ever an episode that's just some ubiquitous thing like candy or hot dogs, yeah. we did that episode that week because we were running out of time before it was time to record yeah. again and we didn't want to watch yeah, a whole movie. We didn't movie. want to watch a whole movie. Uh, <laughs> and if there's also something like Soul, it's because it uh, uh, you know, was a movie that came yeah. out <laughs> yeah. that was right. interesting if you wanted to watch it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're doing Soul, the Pix- the new Pixar movie. Um, yes. It it came out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, did it come out in theaters at all, too? I know that like some theatrical releases are still happening, which is I, infuriating. I like, truly wouldn't know. In fact, Who just knows? earlier tonight, I was talking to my grandma, and she mentioned going to the bank and asked me, you know, like the banks in her town are like the floor of the bank itself sure. is closed to customers. Mm. And she asked if that were the case here. And I was like, I haven't been inside a bank <laughs> since well before the yeah. quarantine started. Yeah. <laughs> my bank is online. Have Ever heard of the World Wide Web, <laughs> Nana? Um, so yeah, that I is watch, what she's called. Is it, is it Nana? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I got Nan. My minor Nanny. Both my grandmas are Nanny. Oh, that's confusing. Oh wait, no, no, sorry. Both. That's I. I was a lie. Mine are Nanny and Granny. Both my grandfathers were were Papa. So that and one both was my confusing. grandfathers were Nanny. Yeah, yeah. So we made it really confusing. Yeah. So yeah, I watched Soul with my parents and mm. my girlfriend Charlie over mm-hmm. the holidays because we were all a little uh, holiday in quarantine together and uh, made yes. my dad cry and uh, yeah. love whenever movies make my dad cry because he's a very soft heart. Um, yeah. We also watched Jingle Jangle on Netflix and it made my dad cry. 
which mm. that movie was very strange and it did not make me I cry. I still haven't seen it. I guess I'm going to just have to wait till Christmas of Well, next year. you know, it is it's interesting because we had that conversation about is Die Hard a Christmas movie, right? And Jingle Jangle could fall into that same category of mm. the only way that it is Christmas is the fact that it's called Jingle Jangle as in mm. like bells, you know? And there's like sure. Christmassy <laughs> aesthetic and it takes classic bell sounds. Classic bell sounds and it takes place on the days leading up to Christmas. Nothing else has anything to do with Christmas. So you could watch it right now if you wanted to. Huh. Um, I'm not gonna. Yeah, it was fine, but it made my dad cry, and I love it when that happens because it's very sweet. Um, but Soul. But Soul, though. Is the movie being discussed today? The basic premise and plot of this movie, for those of you who still oh, have not seen it. Okay, is... wait. Oh, Before you say yes, that. Go ahead. What did you think this movie was going to be when you saw the trailer? Because one of the things that this I, I experienced this movie was like, wow, I had no idea what the fuck this movie was going to be from the trailer. You know what I mean? Um, I did not ever see the trailer, okay. and I got the gist that it was sort of like inside out, but instead of emotions, yes. it was your soul. So um, I had that same vibe, it, yes. It lived up to the expectation that I had, which was not really that developed of an expectation to begin with. Mm. So what what did you think it was after the trailer? I, that it was like I a music was, movie? No, I thought it was going to be an inside out, but with like, yeah, a soul ah. instead of... Uh, like emotions as well but before we i was just stopping you before we get into the plot because we will have some spoilers yes, from yes, here yes. on out because the movie takes a ah, turn yes. at a certain point where i was like uh, what and i had no idea mm. like that that obviously was a, a thing that was not mentioned in the trailer so continue with your oh, when synopsis. he falls down the manhole <laughs> uh is that what that, you mean when it took a turn no i mean whenever he falls out of the uh soul waiting room and into the body of a cat oh i see um and then as a cat for like half the movie yes that was very much i was like whoa i didn't know that was part of this movie that whole part of the movie from a um watchability standpoint was a little bit like Ugh, get to the thing like I, but yeah but go, that's, go. that's like how movies are like <laughs> yeah i'm just what that's i'm true. describing as a perfect idea of a movie is just reading the plot synopsis on wikipedia <laughs> Um, but yeah, the cat thing was kind of odd. <laughs> it was a little odd, but to, to go with your synopsis, um, to start out, we are following, we're talking about a character who's played yeah, by Jamie Foxx. I have Fox, no idea what his name don't remember. was <laughs> It's been like I'm maybe, like, maybe 10 days since I watched this movie and I don't remember a single thing. I remember that the Tina Fey character was 22 because my birthday is the 22nd. Yeah. So and yeah, that's we why got, they named um, her that. Let's see. <laughs> Oh yeah, Joe. Gar oh, they named him after you. Wow, we got Joe Gardner who uh, wants to be a, a great jazz musician yes. and sort of stuck in the humdrum of daily life. Yes, and he dies kind yeah. of almost. Yeah. Also, um, the very very beginning of the movie, the when you wish upon a star, the like typical Disney opening being oh, yeah, played yeah, yeah. by a bad middle school band was really cute. <laughs> At first, I was that like, was so what good. the yeah. hell is happening? And then when we saw who it was that was playing it, I was like, oh, I, I see. That's fun. Yeah. My dad was like, "What? this has to stop. Because he's very <laughs> sensitive to that. That's actually what made him cry. It wasn't the emotional. <laughs> it was the fact that it was such a bad music. Uh -huh. But yeah, so he's a band teacher. He gets, like, he gets like a big break kind of to go play with this great jazz musician. Um, and As then he celebrates, he as he walks home, he falls down a manhole. And then all of a sudden... Yeah. You don't really see anything. You see who lands at the bottom of the hole is, in fact, his own soul in a black void. Yeah. Um, so in sort of the eternal died. waiting room to go to the great beyond. Yes. Um, he breaks out of that because he doesn't think it's his time. He, the soul, that is. And he uh, meets a bunch of souls who are in the great before. Souls that have not yet mm -hmm. come to Earth to become babies. Um, I thought that was a really yes. cute idea, and I really liked it. Yeah. That, like, your personality begins to develop before you're born. Of course, it begins to develop yeah. at conception. <laughs> um. Right, and we are uh, very <laughs> clear about that if, yeah. uh, because we, and also the Bible is very clear about that. We <laughs> love the Bible. We do. Um, Just kidding, but guys. I, I, it's uh, fake. 
You see, you see these little baby souls like beginning to develop before they go to Earth, and and they're he, very cute. He is mistaken for a soul that has died. The body has died from Earth and is a mentor to these new baby souls, but in fact, he is not. Um, and he's passing himself yeah. off to be one. He gets paired up with a problem child soul named Twenty Two, played by Tina Fey, who takes no good yeah. advice and does not want to go to Earth. She wants to skip being a human and living and go straight to the great beyond. Um, and he's sort of her uh, unlikely buddy mentor. Yeah. Um, and boy, oh boy, was the great before so cute. When he said at one it point... It was very cute. So wait, is this H-E double hockey sticks? And then all the little souls go, hell, hell. Hell, 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 hell. hell. <laughs> it was so it was funny. very cute. Also, it was just really neat ideas. So they're drawing from like multiple different sort of world religions and world like uh, ideas of the uh, of the idea. Of, yeah, of there being sort of a before you mm-hmm. where you are not yourself yet, but you are sort of, you know, you exist as a soul outside of Earth and then there being an after. And so they're drawing from a lot of different things. I thought the animation of the like higher beings, the God oh figures God. was really they were cool. Great. The fact that those were all 2D and yeah. everything else was, uh, you know, 3D was was a really cool choice because it was like, oh, this tells us that they're different because you can't animate 4D, unfortunately. Right. Um, that was really cool. So like the uh, as far as like effects go and cool ideas go and world building goes, I think this. Uh, movie does a really good job, and does that make it Star Wars? Mm. Maybe because Star Maybe. Wars pioneered a bunch of visual techniques. You know, those guys and the souls too had like a the, the souls had the sort of like feathered edge. They didn't have like a hard yeah. edge to them, sort of like Joy from um, Inside yeah. Out, but they they almost like uh, feathered or or like. You know, like when you when you take a coffee filter in science class and you draw a line with a sharpie and then you yeah. let the water do the chromatography bleed, like yeah. they almost have that going on, which you can only achieve through animation. They do so much in this yeah. movie that you can only represent through animation, and they did it in such a cool way. Those those two D Jerry guys, those like guardians, yeah, they they and- were both two D line drawings, sort of out of like the mod era like po- uh, uh mm-hmm. you know mid-century type illustration drawings that pixar is so good at but the inside of them the fill to use an adobe creative suite term uh was like a translucent pink and there was like two yeah. tones and then the stroke the outline of them was like light and i was like you yeah. cannot do that in any <laughs> other medium like you can't do that on on yeah. print you can't do it in film you can only do it in animation, no, you and can't, I I love that. And you can't really just, I mean, even like outside of visual mediums, like if you were trying to describe that with words, it would be very difficult to do right. that in a way where you could visualize what they wanted you to see. And so they did a really good job at like yeah. creating separate, basically separate, basically separate dimensions of reality. <laughs> yeah. Like, which was really neat to see. Um and also, okay, so I think that's points for Star Wars in general uh, because they have a very good world building. Although, points against, we've got mm. a black protagonist who is the main character <laughs> of the film. Yeah. Now, and let's be Star clear Wars again, has yet to really deliver. For any new listeners, again, our rating scale is of how Star Wars it is. That is not points against this movie. In fact, it is points <laughs> for this movie being a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, and it's uh, I'm just like looking up some stuff, and as we're – as we were recording and a little before, but like, yeah, this, this is, this is Pixar's first, you know, black protagonist. Right. It might be Disney. That's not Disney's first, I think, right. because they've had other movies like, you know, princess and the frog and stuff, but still right. you don't often see animation with in general with, with a black protagonist. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really cool job at world building in the real world too, mm-hmm. because they kept, um, they, he is, they didn't like shy away. Like, like you mentioned something beforehand about a, a video you watched where, like, the story wasn't about the fact that he was black, but mm-hmm. there were elements of of his life of being a black man that right. fit into black culture that I that from everything I've read seemed to have been represented fairly well. Like the barber shop, mm-hmm. the, the jazz uh, clubs in general, the fact that jazz is a pri- primarily. Uh, 
black art form, or at least was created by black people in America. Yeah, what does his so, like, dad the fact say that they in did the movie? That? Like black improvisational music or something like mm-hmm. that. Yep, yep. As opposed to calling it just jazz. Yeah. Well, and then every like, I mean, like the fact that they were able to show that and in a way that was respectful and like did a good job at it is very impressive and also antithetical to anything star wars has ever done as far as representation right. is concerned <laughs> like star wars has yeah. not had the, had a good track with representation at all unfortunately right. so that's that's probably points yeah. against <laughs> sadly enough yeah no i i agree and and the fact that um it is obviously all digitally animated there's yeah. no practical yeah. effects no. to no, no, be no, sure no. but um which which is kind of a mixed bag of how Star Wars that is, right? Um, because some some Star Wars movies are almost basically entirely animated, even though they are live action. That's, that's very um, true. Yeah, I I don't know about that. Uh, you know, the other the other uh, one of the other big things we always talk about there there's two are music and sneaking around. This movie has a music through line to yeah. it as a story element, but I couldn't really tell you how much music there is in it. It, it. You know, it makes appearances, but it's not like theme music yeah. in the way that Star Wars is. I think is. the jazz in this is very good and the music is really good music, but because it is jazz right? and because it's sort of like, and the, the soundtrack, the sort of background music is sort of a neo, like neo jazz kind of thing, like very much mm-hmm. new agey. Um, and it's great and it fits the movie perfectly and I probably used the wrong words to describe it, but that's okay. But, um, mm-hmm. it's hard to like, you know, it'd be, I'd be hard pressed to be like, well, here's a tune from it because th- that's kind of not what jazz is. Right? right. Like that the point right. of it is that it's like happens and then it's gone. So yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it has bops, but it's very much not the star Wars kind of bops. Right. And they do. So that's like partial. There is a lot of sneaking around though. Cause they're trying to. He's trying to. Joe <laughs> mm-hmm. is trying to get back to the to the real world with the the twenty two the soul, and they're trying to get past the the creator beings, the uh, the the god figure kind of things. Yeah. And in the real world, even they're trying to like get sneak around and not get caught by the people that Joe is going to do the gig with. It's it, you know uh, uh, to, to segue into something else. This movie afterwards, I was like, was th- th- it felt like the least kids movie Pixar has ever done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that includes things like Wally. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I liked this movie more, I think, than Inside Out. And I did really like Inside Out, but Inside Out felt like, um, you know, P- Pixar's really good at speaking to all ages, yeah. but some Pixar movies are obviously geared toward a younger age group. I- I'm thinking of Cars. Sure. <laughs> um, and Inside Out was the story of a, what, like 12-year-old white yeah. girl yeah. and her emotions. And then, like, you start seeing the glimpse of, like, emotions becoming more complicated than just, like, I am happy, I am sad. And so, like, I feel like that probably speaks really, like, volumes to to young people. And then, of course, being, you know, when I saw that, I was probably, what, 24? And I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, emotions are something everybody has. And a lot of us only have the emotional intelligence of a (laughs) 10-year-old. So it's, like, good to receive it this way but this movie felt like it was definitely for grown-ups yeah not that, not that it was crass or that no. it was too highfalutin or too uh, uh academic but like i i can't imagine a 10 year old appreciating this movie um in the way they could the appreciate inside out it was intended yeah right yeah i mean i i i loved inside out and inside out made me cry like a baby yeah. cause I, cause I, and, but i do agree i think like I think it depends on like when you see these movies, right? Like Toy Story three made me cry like a baby because right. there there's layers of that movie that are that yeah. you can watch that this as a movie kid. is very similar to Toy Story three yes. in its like existential, it's but yeah, it's about like mortality. <laughs> yeah, that's why like the, the whole time like Charlie and I afterwards were like that was not a kids movie because the themes of this the theme of this movie the lesson of this movie is that life has no purpose, and, like right slash. The purpose is life, right? Doing in the thing, yeah. It right. exists. It, it's like you know Joe's whole thing for throughout the entire movie is he's like, my purpose is music. I have to help uh, the twenty-two soul, whatever, find her purpose so she can finally go into yeah. the world or whatever. And so, like, and then one of those god creatures is like, all you humans with your purpose, yeah. Like, <laughs> there it's is ri- no purpose. Yeah, it's ri- Richard Ayoade from IT Crowd, who I love him yeah. and his voice is so good, and he's also in The Mandalorian as as one of the droids. Uh, so, oh. another another connection. 
Um, but yeah, it's like the the ending of the movie. The end lesson is that like, yeah, quit worrying so much about like your purpose and why you're right. here. The purpose is literally just experience life. And I was like, yeah. And Charlie and I are also, and I mean, I'm sure you could probably speak to this as well. Maybe Caitlin as well. But like, as artists, quote unquote, that we all are, there there was a a way that the movie spoke to us as well of like, hey. Let me put my hand on your shoulder. I'm doing it yeah. in the camera for Mike. Yeah, no, thank you. Let me put my you. hand on your shoulder. It. Hey, d- d- shut the fuck up. Calm down. Yeah. Your your yeah. art is good, and it's important right. to have art, but it's not the most important thing in the world, and it's not yeah. the defining factor of your existence. There's other things, which I think is so important for artists and artistic people in general to hear. Yeah, because like it was good I, you, to get that message reiterated through the pandemic too. Because yeah, like, I think a lot of us have been able to come to that conclusion ourselves. You know, yes, like yes. you had to. There isn't there isn't another thing to climb and try to get? You yes, know? Like, yes. It, it it is frustrating because I found myself like before quarantine happened, like really starting to like obviously like <laughs> with with the Chicago improv scene there's only ever going to be more opportunities the longer you do it because you start meeting more people. And essentially when you get a gig or you get a team or whatever, it's because you know more people, you know, like, um, but I, I did find myself like in a position where I was doing shows that if I told my 23 year old self that you're going to do these in just like four years or whatever, you know, or Mm -hmm. however many, five years, uh, that I, when I first moved here, would have been like, whoa, really? Cool. Um, and then, of course, COVID happened. And and it only took maybe a month before it was just like, okay, well, no one's ever performing again. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. going to have to come to terms with that. That's fine. And then this yeah. movie, you know, nine months later is like, yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, the hey, important it's part all right. of life is living it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I th- saw a yes. tweet that someone, because this came out like right around the exact same time as Wonder Woman 84. Yes. And I saw a tweet from someone, I can't remember now who it was, but it was like, um, Soul made me feel like I was wasting my life. Wonder Woman 84 made me feel like I was wasting my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still need to see Wonder Woman 84 because I've heard so many mixed reviews and I can't wait to actually watch it. Because I've heard so many things. Um, but that sounds accurate. Yeah, I think like as artistic people and artists and whatever in the world. So like, you're so right. Because the pandemic forced people to sit down and go, hey, guess what? Your identity yeah. is is other than the thing that you've been doing. And there's a right. lot of media and there's a lot of movies in general about like finding that. the businessman. Yeah, but it's always for like, you know, it's for the high strung businessman or it's like the lifetime movie mm. where it's like the CEO woman who needs to go to the That's country true. and realize. And it's, and like, it's you very need rarely to actually make some art or meet your family or whatever. Yes. But rarely is it artists pursuing their yeah. dream. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Cause, point. Cause, and I and I've I've said this for a long time, but like, you know, one thing I saw back in back in the improv days, back when that was a thing. Um, you would see, and I, I think you probably experienced this. I've experienced this like personally and also had friends who experienced it is like burnout, right? Cause you go, yeah. you're doing improv so much and so hard or, you know, insert whatever you want in there. You're doing stand up, you're in theater shows, you're auditioning you're so much, whatever. Ceramics. <laughs> yes. Literally whatever it is, you're doing it so yeah. much and so hard that that's all your life ends up being. And then you have nothing Right. to plug into that art and so you feel so fucking empty and you're just like yeah. i have nothing and you don't get we don't get much media where it's like hey artists out there take it's okay take a step back it's not the yeah, most that's funny important thing in the world which is very more interesting often than not when it is that high strung business person the answer to their burnout is like is, hey maybe start <laughs> singing yeah (laughs) or like maybe start doing jazz (laughs) and it's cool that in this movie it was like hey hey jazz man maybe like i don't know call that girl that you were ignoring or or or, yeah maybe take that teaching job and you can still do jazz on the side and you'll still be fulfilled like you don't have to achieve your quote-unquote dreams to necessarily be happy and that's such an once again that's not a kids movie take like most of the time a kids movie is like no Here's your dreams. Yeah, and in fact, I would say that Star Wars movies, they go for 
the 40-year-old fan who's going to be the loudest and whiniest on the internet. Yeah. But yep. ultimately, they are kid movies. Yeah. And this is like the opposite. This is a movie that looks like it's for kids, but it's for grown-ups. Yes. <laughs> you know? And, like, and Star Wars. I feel Wars. like we could spend this entire episode analyzing the meaning of soul and yeah. thus the meaning of life. Right. And that is not a Star Wars cap- characteristic. <laughs> yes. I was that. That's that's what I'm, I'm, I'm glad we came to because I think that was the point I was trying to get at before we started talking about how it's not a kid's movie is that soul it yes exactly star wars looks like it's for grown-ups but in the end right. it's very clear clear cut and cut and dry and it's just like good guys win bad guys lose yeah exactly like star wars could boil down to like a single day at like bible school <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah and this movie is like there i'm sure you know that uh that youtube channel wisecrack i feel mm-hmm. like i've mentioned it before they're really great i'm sure they'll probably make m- at least one or two videos about this movie because their whole thing is like the philosophies that are sort of shown in different movies and TV shows. And this movie is nothing if not a like exploration of philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. I also really, (laughs) I mean, this is another, I mean, gosh, I, I wish I knew how to make videos or like, cared enough to put stuff out in the world that like this <laughs> but a lot of i mean i say a lot like three of the animated movies i've seen in the last like couple of years that are like kids movies have also had like to me unsettling like settler colonial colonialist vibes mm. of like neoliberalism which is a lot of buzzwords to throw <laughs> in there but essentially <laughs> it's just like uh liber- you know liberal media propaganda right. saying that like hey the status quo is fine and as long as we say we're sorry everything's okay and the yeah. fact that soul came out here and was like guess what guys there's no fucking point to life and that's yeah. great it's like a nihilistic movie but it's the positive version of nihilism i know i i yeah i wish i i wish i was more well versed in all the names of moral philosophies that they talk about and things like the good place because i nihilism came to my head too but it can't be that it, it's like the inverse of that well it like, is it is life is meaningless so be good and enjoy it as opposed to yes. life is meaningless so be the joker <laughs> yeah so there's there's like and what and i also don't know enough about it to have listeners terms. do you know philosophy yeah. tweet at us and tell us how wrong we are and what the actual terms so, yeah, are yeah <laughs> tweeted us with hashtag i've had my philosophy of <laughs> how star wars is it um but no like there is the nihilism that is like the sort of edgelord like like you know 14 year old goth kid that's like the world's meaningless and then there's the nihilism that is uh sort of reveling in the absurdity and and that there is not a meaning and finding like joy in that of like oh well that means that everything has meaning sort of thing and so I think that's right. where soul falls. Is it, it, it falls in that area of like, oh, there's no bigger purpose. Quote yeah, right. Unquote. Well, yeah, we see we see the new soul that has not yet inhabited a body, or in fact, she does, and it's sort of by mistake, and she she watches one of those propeller yeah. seeds fall from a tree and eats a piece of pizza, and it's like, oh yeah, you can't get those things anywhere else but in a dull shitty ass human life (laughs) and that and those are the experiences that like that for her like sparked the like oh there's a reason to exist and and i and i think that's like really good on i and i want this to be a kid's movie and i think it is to an extent like you could get kids to watch it yeah I, i hope they do get stuff out of it because i think that the lesson of soul being that like hey man Everything in life has meaning. You don't have to go become a star in order for your life to have meaning is so good because every other fucking movie at all, not even just kids movie is like, you've got to go achieve your dreams or else you're a sad loser for the rest of your life. And this might be the only movie I've ever seen, like, especially a mainstream, like, you know, big uh, studio movie that's like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, you'll be fine, which is very impressive. it, It also shows us both him settling and trying to find joy in his life that he considers to have settled. And it shows us him getting the big break and doing the gig and it going really well. And then afterwards saying like, what's next? And they're like, you do it again tomorrow. And then he's like, this wasn't the answer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, that is very profound. I mean, like I, I sort of always recoil at the expression of money can't buy happiness because like it absolutely can buy stability. And Mm -hmm. for many people, stability is happiness. Exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, but you know, obviously the meaning of that phrase is like, no, you have to make meaning and happiness for yourself. Right. Uh, and 
that's something this movie explores. You know, it would be interesting to um, interview a kid Mm. Um, boyhood style that movie where like they shot it yes. in real time as the boy actually grew up um, you interview the kid at like four years old after having seen that movie and then you interview that same kid at like 13 yeah. and then you interview that kid at like 21 yeah. you know like every every like generation of that kid's life and you like have them rewatch that movie each time it'd be interesting to like document that it would be <laughs> I, I absolutely want to see a kids react and like teenagers react to, to this movie because because yeah. it really that would be a, a smarter way of doing no, it no i think we should get a, different no, no no i think we should get a bunch of film and i think we, we should follow, follow him every day boy. of his life i think we should i think we should say hey boyhood you didn't go hard enough and we should get a bunch of fucking you didn't, film you didn't even touch on the subject of what the kid thought about one movie yeah and 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 and, and yeah you filmed Link him later so, you filled him sometimes well we are following around with a camcorder 24 <laughs> 7 uh-huh. we're gonna have yeah. 24 years of footage to go through all right it's gonna be great right Actually, we're not even going to go we through the footage. We will be approaching push. 50. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to push play, and that's the movie, all right? It's just a yeah. live stream, <laughs> yeah. but it's offset by, like, 10 years. Now, hey, now we're getting <laughs> into some really – actually, this is a good idea. This is a good art idea. Let's call the MoMA. I'm going to yeah. start live streaming my life right now, and then in 10 years, the MoMA can, can play it, <laughs> and then it'll just yeah. be offset by – is that art? I don't know. I mean, yeah – because anything is there art you have and it, you folks. have like intent behind it but but um i don't think moma being an institution where you largely go to sure i don't think that's a super approachable like video installation although we're in right. the internet age baby so moma.com uh, hey hey is, is it, can, it, I, you, can you I become like the new truman show like yes like moma.com slash the josiah life <laughs> but it but it's but it's from 10 years ago and so like you can't know hey right. guess what moma.com redirects to moma.org do you think we could buy moma.com or are they sitting on let's that? do it all right, hold on. Let me see. I'd like to buy the MoMA.com. Writing out MoMA.com looks like I just misspelled Mama, and like and I'm trying to go to like Mama.com. Well, okay. After MoMA.com, check to see if Mama.com is taken. All right, all right. I'm a little worried. And about turn what... off Safe Search. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm a little worried about that. What that's gonna bring up? Oh, not yeah. secure. But it is. Uh-oh. But it may be for sale. Click here to inquire about this domain. That seems like a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> I have a Mac. I'm not going to get a virus. No, no, there's no such thing. All right, perfectname.com, mama.com, add to watch list. Hey, guess <laughs> what? According to this, the price is only $55,200 for mama.com. Uh, but it's an investment. Actually, I think this might be a scam um, because it says... <laughs> I have to put in my payment now, and then once it's secured my payment, it'll it'll send me the the website. I feel like that's yeah, that feels pretty <laughs> iffy. I'll just go ahead and fill it out. Wait, go to like GoDaddy or places that like sell domains. Why would I want? Why would I go to GoDaddy if I want to get Mama.com? All right. You go to GoDaddy and you say GoMama.com. <laughs> GoDaddy.com. And all of this, by the way, is getting cut. <laughs> Um, and speaking of, we're we're probably due for a break yeah. here soon. Um, should we jump into Whoa. the Sarlacc pit, come back, do a game, and then maybe nail some more Star Wars pieces? Maybe take a look at the rubric? Yeah, but hold on. Maybe it w- maybe the thing wasn't a scam because Mama.com is available, but it is $69,000. Oh, wow. It Wh- jumped up wh- in price just since we've been talking. Yeah, you gotta geez. buy now so you can like, turn the now. you know you get a nice nice substantial oh, exit a few few years from now. Wow, that's a really really jeez. I wonder who's been sitting on that for forever. All is, right, anyway. is that something people do? Buy a domain just to have it and then sell it in like a couple of years? I'm sure. Oh, right? I you got it. I feel like there's a whole market out there of just like thinking of what's going to be popular in like three years and then just hoping yeah. that you that you figure it out. I yeah. bet whoever whoever picked fidgetspinners.com like three <laughs> years before that probably made a real big a real big payout. Yeah, because that 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 thing was um, a real internet thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everyone was going to fidgetspinners.com. <laughs> you had if you wanted to if you wanted to get a legitimate fidget spinner, uh-huh. you had uh-huh. to go to fidgetspinners.com. Oh man, this feels an awful lot like the "Twas the Night Before Christmas" episode <laughs> where we did talk about that thing. <laughs> Hold on, fidgetspinners.com uh-huh. didn't, is also a not secure website. 
So Uh-oh. and uh, take, oh, oh, that's the it took me to healthcare.com. That's strange. All right, well, let's go to the ba- the break, right? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmi's listeners. It's Josiah and, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of a show. But we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our Tee Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars is Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the House Star Wars is a store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. B- Bye, Bye, babies. How Star Wars is it? Glad we're back. And we're back, and we are still talking about Soul, and I'm not going to look up any more website domains. Okay. Yeah, we are only Mike. talking about Soul. This is the only podcast where we talk exclusively about Soul by hey, Disney Pixar. It's the Soul podcast where we talk about huh? Soul, but a different kind of Soul. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, so... Let's see. We are. Uh, I have a game for this week, game. Um, and it's a familiar game if you're a longtime oh, listener. Um, I am, and I've and listened to all our episodes. The, <laughs> the reason it's a familiar game is it is my go-to in my head of if it's the day we're recording and we need to come up with a game. I'm like, well, I could probably do that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a game called Dern. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Although, I was I was between that. Week, oh, I was gonna say it was between that and uh, uh, Alex Blanker Blankleton. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are my go-to's, and they're yeah. both the same idea, basically, of yeah. rhymes. <laughs> Rhyming. <laughs> okay, well, can I think of like twenty rhymes before seven o'clock tonight? <laughs> um, and by I think of, I mean, can I Google rhymes with? <laughs> um, yeah, can I go to rhymezone.com? Yeah, this week's edition of Dern. Uh, if, if you want to know the backstory of that, go back and listen to whatever the fuck episode that was. What was that? Uh, last Jedi or Ugh. Jurassic Park? Yeah, Party? I think so. Cause of the, uh, yeah. one of the Laura Dern things. Yeah. One of the Derns. I don't know. Marriage Probably story. Not. Um, I did not see that, but I did just finally watch the first season of big little lies very recently. And she is in that. Oh, great. Um, and she is in that show along with an answer in this week's game. Um, so this Whoa. this uh, this edition of Dern is actually called Soul. Um, every <laughs> answer will either be the word soul, as in Pixar's soul, yeah. um, or the answer will be a word that rhymes with soul. So I'm going to give you a sure. sort of crossword puzzle style clue. If the answer oh, is yeah. soul, you say soul. If the answer isn't soul, you say what the word should be. Um Great. So, first one is a pretty easy one. Uh, here's the clue. Pixar movie about the meaning of life. Mm. Well, Inside Out doesn't rhyme with soul. No. Uh, Toy Story 3 doesn't rhyme with soul. Cars 2? Now it's going to be soul. <laughs> that is a correct. Mm. Um, I would have also accepted Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille. Which I just watched for the first time, which is funny because it right. was coincidental with the TikTok musical, TikTok which I musical, have not yeah. yet watched. But I also just do watched you, Bugs you... Life for the first time in probably 20 years. And honestly, both of those movies are great. They're great. Mike, do you, do you know the sort of, uh, real quick, to take a little left turn into the Ratatouille TikTok musical, do you know the inception of that and like how it came to be? Because it's truly a wild thing. I don't. It, it okay, was I'm the just internet, give you, though, right? It was the internet. I'm going to give you and the listeners who might not know just a little bit of the background. So like there was a basically a TikTok meme of someone had made like a, mu- a music that was like the end of a musical and it was like Remy the Ratatouille the rat of all our dreams which like 
that's all nonsense. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, right? right. But like, <laughs> right. people started being like, "Oh, what?" Write it to be the musical, and so people, other people started writing like little snippets of like songs from this musical. People made a program. There were like set designs. There were like actual writers and stuff being like, "No, there won't be rewrites. The, the, it will be Remy the Ratatouille, the Rat of All Our Dreams. It'll make sense in context, uh, et cetera, et cetera." <laughs> And so then, like, yeah, I think an actual, from what I understand, like, an actual producer got a hold of this and everybody, and they did, like, a live, you know, not a live stream, but a streamed version of it with legitimate Broadway stars and that all the TikTok wild. people that created it. Truly wild. Truly couldn't have happened if the, if everyone wasn't in quarantine and also had nothing to do. And uh, TikTok is insane and fun. So and, anyway, And was that's it, it, like, good? Was it watchable? I haven't watched it yet. I think it's like okay. I think it's still available right now, but I haven't like actually watched it yet. But uh, Titus, because the way Burgess, people are describing it, it it sounds like fairly good, which is funny because the art by committee model to make a musical does not always work. The SpongeBob no. musical was it beautiful and was it a technological feat? Yes. Was it a cohesive story and a cohesive like tone? Absolutely not. And they had. Some of the biggest musicians writing hey, music for hey. that freaking show. <laughs> Listen, I saw when it was in previews in Chicago too, and I thought me too. it was fucking great. Me too, and I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I had no, a blast. But you are let right. me let me let me walk back here. I loved my experience, but from song to song, no, you are that correct. movie or that that show left me with whiplash. <laughs> oh, absolutely, you were absolutely right there. They, and they did and they did that on purpose, but I don't think it actually worked very well. Yeah, no. Uh, the like, anyway. David Bowie, Brian Eno number didn't really mesh with the plain white tees number. <laughs> yeah, or like the Florida Georgia line or whatever. Anyway. Oh right. Okay, I that was the first th question in our game. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I uh, before okay. this were like we got to really start making our episodes Let's a little tighter. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. Um this next clue is my favorite one in the whole game. Great. <laughs> Again, this game is called Soul. Soup's house. Soup's? Oh. <laughs> a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bowl. That's Soup's house. It's where Soup um, lives. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, next one. Oswald's vantage point. Say again. Oswald's vantage point. Oswald. I don't... Who? Who is that? I'll give a follow-up clue to that clue and, and, and continue naming that man. Lee Harvey Great. Oswald's vantage point. <laughs> Oh, okay, of course. It's the grassy knoll. Yes. <laughs> that would be and, knoll or grassy knoll. And what um, about the other what about the other shooters? <laughs> Did theirs rhyme with soul? I, I I'm not kidding. I had knoll in my head and the first thing I Googled to try to like come up with like how tight to make that clue was Kennedy conspiracies. <laughs> 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 and and I was like, now nah, forget it. I'm just gonna make it simpler. Um, Remind me to tell okay. you one of the one of the better conspiracies I've heard about that after this, because I don't, I don't want it <laughs> okay. to be in the podcast, but it's good. Is it sad. that Magneto is who curved the bullet? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's actually that James McAvoy from Wanted was the one who curved <laughs> the bullet. <laughs> the loom of fate. Yeah, kill was, this was, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was James. That McAvoy. is a line that Morgan Freeman has in that movie, <laughs> and and probably a lot of movies, if we're being honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, next one is to keep watch over an area. Oh, I'm going to say patrol. That is correct, patrol. Yeah. Uh, okay, next clue. The dude is a cat for a few minutes. Hmm. The Shaggy Dog starring Tim Allen. The remake? <laughs> oh, wait, no, a dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say Soul, the movie. Yes, that would be so. Um, <laughs> this is another one of my favorites. Fireman's fun ride. <laughs> uh, not a fire truck. Um, although that is a fun ride. That is a fun but ride. I'm gonna say it's the pole. <laughs> yes, fireman. Fun Did you ride know that? Yeah, this, is, this, is, this is another <laughs> fun thing I found on TikTok. Did you know that apparently the uh, the poles that pole dancers are dancing on spin? The poles themselves spin around? 
Oh, that makes sense. Like the, it it's makes like a lot itself, more sense. Like a hollow sleeve around a yeah. solid pole. Because yeah. I was like, I feel like I feel like your legs would get real squ- like squeak squeak. You know, like real. Yeah. You get like rug burn, but, but from you, a pole. You stick to the pole, and then the pole spins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That makes um, sense. Yeah, it makes um, sense. Okay, next one. Oh, this is a sort of a callback to Soup's house. This one is soccer ball's house. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say, well, hey, so hopefully, if you're playing right, it's the goal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that is correct. Um, this one is a bit tricky. I thought I was really hold on another sidetrack. I thought I was really good at soccer when I was in <laughs> kindergarten because I was I was like uh, I was a chubby kid, like a chunky kid in kinder- and when I was little, and so I couldn't run mm-hmm. very well. And so the coach was smart and was like, "You're the goalie," and I was like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> and I like when I, kindergarten, right? Whole season, mm-hmm. only let in only let in two goals. Whole season, wow. and so like I spent most of my like childhood life. And I played soccer for like two more years after that, and they didn't let me be the goalie, and we lost all the time. And so I spent <laughs> years after that being like I was a really good goalie in soccer. And it wasn't until I was like in junior high, high school age, watching my then like five, six, seven year old brother play soccer that I realized. Oh no, kindergartners just are very bad at soccer. And the reason I only let two <laughs> goals in all season was because that's probably they can't the, aim. Yeah, that's pro- <laughs> those were probably the two goals that were on goal the entire season. <laughs> yeah. And right. it took me a lot and, and then I was like, Oh, I wasn't fi- I wasn't good at soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was just bad at I was at just soccer. really lucky. I was yeah. lucky I got to do the position where you just stand and you wear the yeah. tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> and I was kind of big, so um, I could just be like, good luck. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Next one is kind of tricky. Korean capital. Oh, let's see. So it's not going to be... The movie. Specifically, South Korean capital. <laughs> right, okay. And we're not talking about, like, capital as in, like, investments or, like, you know, land or money. We're talking about the capital city, mm. right? Yes. That's going to be a Seoul. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Seoul. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, oh, ah. Here, let me say it. Let me say it the right way. Seoul. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. There was an E in it that time. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you could hear it. Um, all right, next one. Go home from jail. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, so, hold on. Wait. Go home from jail? Uh-huh. Go home from jail. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, when you're on parole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my clues I had a lot of fun with making it be like a preschooler wrote it. <laughs> Soup's house. <laughs> well, for... I, I was like, I, I thought I was being given a command, and like I was Go like, home from jail. yeah. Took me a second. Um, okay, like Danny next Ocean, one. Ethan Cohen's brother. Oh, and my brother. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Joel. Yes, that is correct, Joel. Uh, next one. Yeah. Dude dies in a manhole. Hmm. This could presumably Except be a not lot all of the way. things, but I'm gonna. Right. I'm going to go ahead and say Soul, the movie, Soul. Soul. And, of course, Hole. Um, but, yes, Soul. Right. Um, and, of course, Holes, starring... Uh, <laughs> uh, that actually... I forgot to Lewis add Sager. that. That was one of the thoughts I had earlier today was, like, um, a single day's task at Camp Green Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Digging a hole. Yeah. Um, okay. Este lengua. Este lengua. This this language, probably something like that. See, si. not see. Si. Okay, are you just speaking Spanish to me? So, Espanol. See, okay, so, because si. <laughs> otherwise I would have said. Took me a second. This language. Um. Okay. Yeah. Inglo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. You may have it, whether or not you're a soldier. Oh, soul. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Aka, you... aka, the best bridge of all time from yes. uh, uh, all these things, all I've, these done things I've done. Yeah, one of the best songs of all time. I, I, it's up there for me. It's one of those yeah. life songs, you know. I, where you're I've just done like, that anytime, at Trader Todd's before right, at karaoke, and that like I, I love doing songs that have like sing along parts in them at karaoke because you get to like mm. be the rock star conducting the audience, you know. Yes. 
Uh, yes. Okay. We we covered we we did we did that song in like high school at one of the choir concerts, and it was very <laughs> fun. Just be like, yeah. Um. Okay. Two more. This is the thing I alluded to earlier. Um, Australian accent who can't do an or excuse me, Australian actress who can't do an American accent. Sure, sure, sure. I'm gonna say Kidman, comma Nicole. <laughs> that is correct. Boy, oh boy, we watched all of the Undoing, and then right after that, we watched Big Little Lies season one, and I was just like, oh. Caitlin and I were both just like, she's not trying. <laughs> I, wonder, like so I wonder. I wonder. Frustrating. I, that that kind of thing always makes me wonder, right? Because it's like uh, in Umbrella Academy, the Netflix show. One of the brothers uh-huh. of the this, one of the siblings is is, is an English actor, um, but he is doing an American accent, and it's like very inconsistent. Uh, it's not terrible yeah. when it's when it's good, it's fine, and when it's when it's bad, it's like just inconsistent and not great. But but right. and that makes me wonder, like. Did this show have a budget to have a dialect coach? And yeah. if so, did or they have... Or even do multiple takes. Like, a lot of yeah. that, I, I feel like, can be blamed on the director just not yes, catching that... it. Especially since yes. so much dialogue gets done in ADR later anyway. That like... That's the other question. Is like, did they have someone on set whose job it was to listen to him and go, Oh, hey, bud, you said uh, you said the British pronunciation of this. Can, let's go ahead and take another take. Yeah, and you then said it made me think and the thing and then it made me think of when tom cruise said in infiltrate and Mm. it's like is there no one on set that is brave enough to tell tom cruise and nicole kidman that they're saying (laughs) the thing wrong right and like which is funny because they were married oh and that irish movie that i can't ever remember the name of that they were in together but um yeah i'm like is nicole kidman not using a dialect coach is there not a dialect coach for the for the yeah. for the show, is there not one on set, or is it just that they're too scared because she's very uh, a very successful actor yeah, to she's go? Like a hey, hugely can we get famous another, actress. Another read of you, that. You know what was frustrating to me? I like when when you hear um, inconsistencies in one movie, like yeah. in one in one scene you might say anything, and then in another you say anything. That is, um, someone may have just missed it, but when. Nicole Kidman consistently her pig vowel, you know, big pig kid. Yeah. The I, is every time e. Like pig. Big. I don't care about that kid. Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> like like no matter what Let me see if, if I can If every yeah. other word is right, you know, like like she has a few things like a few vowels that like are are, are like that. I can't remember what the other Pig, ones were, kid. but they can uh, I, Oh, ah, uh, like not. Like not, it's always not. Not. And yeah. Like, Fuck, guys. <laughs> have I have I done Well, and she's sort of posh Australian too, which is interesting that she's getting those things wrong cuz like that kind of gets like that's a little closer to British. So it should be easier for her is what I'm saying. It should be easier for her to well, do a yeah. regular American also, accent. Also, like, in, in, in some things, it doesn't make sense for her to be an Australian person as the character or whatever. Yeah. But, like, let her be British because sure. that's a, a less severe jump. It's like when they made – it's like when – and to go back to a very early Hisui issue when they made the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch not be British. And so you made Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch do an English or uh, American accent. So his voice is not recognizable. So yes. it, you don't even have the the name like, recognition. At that point, <laughs> just hire like a cartoon character actor. Yeah, anybody from you know from just animated TV shows. If it, go- it would that person would probably work for scale. Yeah, it, it, would, it, would, it would be <laughs> like, cheaper, and and yeah. you would, and we, they would probably do a better job because if you're going to hire yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, then let him do his real normal voice. Unless yeah, you right. hired him to be, I, I even think that it's silly that they made him be American as Doctor Strange because, like, Doctor Strange being American has nothing to do with his character. He absolutely could have been British, right? And it almost would have fit better because he's a very fancy man who lives in a very fancy house and has like right. a fancy mansion and all like, of that. Sure, just he lives is, in New York, but there are British people who live in New York. Yeah, like Doctor House. Ah, uh, fuck. Did he live in New York? Because he also... I don't know. Now that's, I didn't watch now that Hugh, Now, Hugh Laurie, that's a good American accent. That's very that's consistent. That's a good American... That's a good American accent. That's okay, we good, have uh... one question left in this game. <laughs> and it's very similar to a number of my other clues. This one is... A shoe's butt. There it is. This one's going to be... A soul. Watch your pronunciation. Oh, sorry. Soul. <laughs> so? Let me, let me see if I can do the Australian. That, that one's going to be... Sow? 
Sal. Sal. Man, I love the O vowel in Australian Saul. accents because it's every vowel and yeah. it's an R. Yes, Sauron. Sauron. It's like the Saul. whole alphabet. No. No. I haven't done my Australian accent I so long. I don't know. Ever since I did two um, audiobooks with it, I haven't done it. So I'm That rusty. was Dern Soul. That was Soul, a.k.a. Dern. The, the thing about this game that made me laugh the most was at the very beginning, you're like, this is another round of Dern, but this time it's called Soul. And so it's, like, it's like, oh, so it's not, it's, it's not yeah. Dern, man. It's uh, just like Alex Blanker Blankleton, though. Like, I'm just yeah. always going to call it that. <laughs> or these are riddles. Like, yeah, the same kind of. Yeah, right. It's, it's the bones of it. Well, let's see. We the got barns. About what? The barns. <laughs> we got the barns. <laughs> We got the barns of it. We got about what? We got about ten minutes left, maybe. Any other thoughts on Sarl? Um, let's see. What are some of the other things? I don't actually actually hey, have the Rubik pulled up, but you know, I was gonna say, yeah, you know, like, does it have Star Warsy things? Does it have a good versus evil kind of battle? There really is sure, no sure, sure. fighting or battling. Um, no. I think the closest this comes to like the sort of Star Wars cliches are things like sneaking around, but um, yeah. It is a movie. Yeah. It is a story. It is a movie. Mm-hmm. Pixar is based in Northern California, as is Skywalker Ranch. And it's owned by Disney. Disney owns Star Wars. Classic. Owned by Disney and Disney owns Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, let's see. Um, My gut is telling me, like, on the lower end of things. Like, yeah. mid-range or lower. So th- this deals with some, like out there concepts but it's not very yeah. uh science fictiony it's like you said earlier it was like it's like philosophy it's like science right. philosophy not science fiction and there is um, philosophy in star wars but it yeah. gets uh trampled by the cool shooting yeah and also <laughs> and know, also trampled like... by the like sort of you know at the end of the day it's got to be good versus evil you know right right okay i'm i'm, I'm i pulled up the rubric so we can do a little bit of a uh you know recenter ourselves what what do we got yes, what do we got as far as character archetypes go i would say not really i don't think we have a really cut and dry hero's journey kind of character archetypes kind of thing in this in yeah this i mean like the the two characters are like fairly broad you yeah. know like like tina fey's character is just like brat you know um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like stubborn I, I brat, but I'd say low, it's, it's maybe grayer than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, sneaking around, stealth. I would say it's pretty high. Yeah, it's a fair uh, amount. Like, yeah, maybe like in the middle. Yeah. Is is good and bad cl- clearly defined? I would say no. I think it's a gray area movie. I think they no. Don't. That's like it's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It very much leaves up to you. Hero's journey. Uh, I would say. Maybe a, you could you could possibly say there is some hero's journey stuff with Joe's journey, but I I don't yeah, think it's very high. Little. Yeah, uh, is it he, is it a he c- has to like come to a self discovery of like oh yeah. this isn't what my purpose was yeah so it's an internal hero's journey. Uh, is it a yeah. composite? Is it is it a pastiche of other things? Uh, it feels like know. wholly new to me, other than yeah, perhaps the philosophies and references to sure. you know. The Hall of Everything, you know, has a bunch of Easter eggs in it and stuff. But, like, it does feel um, very well synthesized. If it mm-hmm. is indeed made up of a bunch of philosophies, it doesn't wear them on its sleeve in the way that it could. You know, it yeah. could be, like, her previous mentors were, like, Jesus Christ, sure. <laughs> you know? And, and, and it doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah. I'm going to say kind of low. It mashes it up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'll say pretty low for that then, for sure. Um, what about, is it a movie or a narrative? It is. It is absolutely a movie. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's going to be pretty high. <laughs> uh, does anybody have big fat fucking opinions? I mean, not really. This seems to be pretty well reviewed across the board. Like everyone seems yeah. to be pretty happy about yeah. it. I would say it's not really very universally aware, uh, at this point. People yeah. There's not, not like soul merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And is there bangers? There's good music, but it's not necessarily yeah. like the one you can hum. So I'm going to say that's going to be like in the middle, right. maybe. Yeah, it's going to be pretty low. I mean, even going by the rubric there, that's like a pretty low score, which kind of like cements kind of what, what we were thinking anyways. Um, yeah, what did it net th- to? It nets to 2.8 or 2.9. Yeah, the like with, with what I just is where my it. brain was. 
and and yeah, I, two feels about right because the fact that it's a movie is what is what gave it a high that that like nine or ten or whatever <laughs> I put really made it go yeah, up higher because right. it seems like a two. Because the fact that it is a movie is kind of, I feel like, the only thing it has in common, aside from some of the other stuff we mentioned. <laughs> like, you know, right. they're just sneaking around, other stuff like that. But it is so... But yeah, it's like you stretching. Said, it's its own thing. Like, it feels very... Yeah. It's a new, interesting idea that feels very different from, from honestly, any blockbuster movies, and especially right. very different from Star Wars. Oh, we didn't even oh, talk goodness. about the, like, tie-dye ship. The like stoners, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the like lost that. soul catchers. Yeah, they were great. That was really cool. Um, I love that idea that yeah. there are people in the real world that can like get to the soul plane by get you there. Know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. However they can, however they get there with their meditation or just being in the freaking zone, being in the zone or whatever they called it in the movie was also cool. Uh-huh. I really like yeah. that as a representation of like whenever you're really feeling like the most yourself is when you're doing the thing that you really like to do and you're like getting good at it. That was really cool. And the, but they also identified that like doing that for too long, even if it's yeah. a good thing, you could become one of those like creepy lost soul like golems, you know? Like I also think it's weird that they advertised W Diggs as being part of the cast when he was in it for like two oh, seconds. It was very strange. I thought that was weird too. Cause when I heard him, I was yeah. like, Oh hey, that's Duffy Diggs. And then I was like, Oh wait, I knew he was in this because they like yeah. mentioned it culturally and he is so minor he was in like interviews for it and like you know press stuff and like he literally is in it for two seconds and i was like is that character gonna come back nope that character didn't come back i bet he's just like super bankable to be charming in like press stuff oh for sure he's like very charismatic (laughs) part of it makes you wonder too if there was more to that character on the cutting room floor somewhere Uh, yeah because that that would make sense to me but yeah that was weird um yeah uh, yeah, you know what? I think that, like, in general, I think that's probably... I think we're pretty close to just being able to give it a score. Do you want to do a unit of measure? Yes. Um, I'm going to do um, sparks. Oh, oh yeah. Like, the souls like have to have... Finding your spark, yeah. I'm going to say, like, a, I'm going to say a really good New York slice. <laughs> oh, you know what other character... You know other character we forgot to mention? Yeah, pizza wrap. New York. Also Pizza oh. Rat. <laughs> yeah, New York was almost like a third character. Yeah, it was almost like one of the main characters in this movie. Yeah. I love a good slice. Love a good slice. It's something I about the water, slice. you know? Oh, yeah. Man, New yeah. York. There was, but also I, the way they make it. <laughs> yeah, and the way they make it. the there ingredients. Was, <laughs> there was this uh, uh, tweet I saw there that made me laugh about, or it might have been a TikTok, who knows, but but I like New York. Don't get me wrong. I, I, Mike mm-hmm. and I have bo- both live in Chicago, uh, yes. the second city, as it were, but I have visited uh, yeah. New York you know, many a time. I think it's a really great city. Would I want to live there? I Not necessarily right now. Maybe someday. Who knows? I have no animosity against New York. I do think it's very funny when, like, people who aren't from New York but then become New Yorkers have, like, weird <laughs> things, like, where they're like, oh, yeah, New York. And I saw this one yeah. where, like, someone tweeted, like, oh, man, I love bodegas. Like, where else can you get, like, a Snickers and, like, a roll of paper towels and, like, a Gatorade all at the same time yeah. or something stupid like, like that? And people commenting were like. The grocery store in any, every town. <laughs> and also any convenience store. Store, like go to a seven eleven. It's yeah. like, yeah, bodegas are cool, but not for the reason you said. Like the reason yeah, you said right. is the like, least special thing about they're them. They're cool because they're like locally owned and like weirdly yeah. like cultural centers of individual neighborhoods. And, and maybe there's a cat there that <laughs> not lives because there. they have Snickers. <laughs> yeah, the reason that you said was the least good reason. Yeah, <laughs> but I love also, that. I love also stuff the like pizza that. argument about the water. I, I don't really <laughs> care one way or another. I I I think New York pizza is the best pizza. Like I oh. don't. Give a fuck about New Chicago pizza. Yeah, New York style is the best, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but if we're going to get into the water, if that's your core argument, then you should say Chicago pizza is the best because Chicago is located on, like, the source of fresh water for North America. <laughs> well, maybe that's <laughs> like, what... Maybe... New, York, New York's water is the inky black Hudson. <laughs> well, maybe, that's what like... makes it, maybe that's what makes it taste good because it's, it's also, like, that's also what makes the bagels good, apparently, is it's the water, right? So maybe you have to have dirty nasty water it's in order yeah, to like, make very yummy what bread is, what what is new york's fresh water source like, like i don't know pee the the glaciers of the mountains i, I mean, don't like, know they, they don't have they probably ship it from some poor desert somewhere like just like every city yeah. does i don't know 
It's going to make me Listeners, sad. Listeners, if you about know it. where New York gets such good water, let us yeah, know. Yeah, tweet us uh, at hashtag... I've had my hashtag I've had my fill <laughs> of New York pizza so I know where the water yeah. comes from. And and wear a t-shirt when you post that tweet that says I heart H2O. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, um, man, I Okay, yeah, so okay. <laughs> I'm got sparks and I'm going to say just because your answer on the rubric was two and change, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because I thought the movie was great and say three sparks. Yeah, sure. And because mine was two and change, I'm going to go a little low and give it a two so that we average out to a two and change. There you go. Two, yeah, two New York slices. Hey, that's hey. only uh, $1.98. I'm walking here <laughs> to get a piece of pizza. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow all right well we did it and we kept it closer to an hour than we Point. have yeah. <laughs> but anyway folks do you want us on the internet if you do you can find us at how star wars is it on twitter and instagram me and mike's information yeah. is in the notes send us an email why don't you to do a good podcast at gmail.com we yeah. we love hearing from you go follow especially go follow mike's uh toy account too, rule follower toys because he posted yeah. one recently that like is super cool uh, and I've got other things that I did over Christmas break that I'm like gonna post over the next few days as of this recording to yeah. just kind of space them out. So yeah, new new shit to go look at and see. It's dope. <laughs> go look at it. Uh, but yeah, I think that's everything, right? Time for tubby bye bye. Time for tubby bye. Time for tubby bye bye. Time for tubby bye. Let's just keep saying it. Well then, I what? I had a, <laughs> I wanted to uh, I wanted to do one of those little things as a, a action figure. Maybe I still will. Ooh. Those little like periscopes oh, that come yes. up from the hills that say "Time for." Tubby I thought you were bye calling bye. the Teletubbies little things, and I was going to be very no, no, insulted. No, no. They are big things. <laughs> they are a big deal. Am I right? <laughs> uh, well then, yeah. Like we always say, <laughs> we love you. We love you. And may the fourth be with you. Bye. Bye.